Hi, this is Alan, and it's going on to, well, it is 11th of October, already 2006. And I'll probably do more of these verbs, as I call them, uh, since I, it seems my bridge is being burned behind me. I find a lot of the, the Christian radio stations, now that they know where I stand, um, haven't been calling me back. And that's okay, because you have to be true to yourself, and you can't allow yourself to be used by other people who have their own agendas. And uh, and really, that's what a lot of them do. They bring someone on who bring the guests to listen in, and they try to have you agree with their particular formats or belief system where God's in control and after they terrify the public for half an hour or an hour, they tell you God's in control. And so sit back and let it happen. On the other hand, uh, you have the, the very, you know, new age type shows which are deliberately set out there probably by the CIA, <clears throat> uh, whose job it is to make people live in a fantasy world where nothing is real anymore. And uh, don't worry about what's happening in your life or around you or to you even. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, just try and get out-of-body experiences. And uh, let's look for a face on Mars, perhaps, etc., uh, etc. Et and it gets monotonous, in a sense, when, you're, when you have to cater to particular deliberate agendas. Some, of course, just want to make money. And fascination will always attract people. We're all use imagination. That's part of living. Imagination is, is, is part of creativity, and it's also part of a relaxation, a natural tranquilizer. Whether you're reading a book, or in fact, um, just letting your mind ramble into places unknown, that's that's good for you at times, but but you can't live in it forever, and you can't take for serious uh, a lot of the stuff they're talking about because they're trying to literally disable your conscious mind from being critical in its analysis of what's happening around. Uh, on, on previous shows, I've mentioned uh, a newspaper report it was in most of the American newspapers, and it was also in the Boston Globe, I think it was. And uh, it was by an advisor to President Bush, uh, talking to reporters, and he says, we give you your reality, meaning these, the think tanks and, and, the, and the advisors that work for them and work for presidents. We give you the reality, and... And that becomes your reality because you, you, you write about it, you discuss it. And when you've accepted that reality, we'll give you another reality and, you, and that will become your reality too. And I'm paraphrasing it here, but that's basically what he was saying. And he was telling a truth because most of the media's uh, announcements today are, 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 amount to drama for the public. It's drama. It's an ongoing soap opera. And sure enough, like Brzezinski said, uh, shortly the public will be unable to 
reason and think for themselves, all they'll be able to do is to parrot their download from the previous night's news. And he said that years ago, and it's happened, it's come to pass. They give us the scandals, they give us the topics to be concerned about, well, the big topics, the, the, what the real agenda is never, ever even coming close to on the mainstream media. That's not their job. Their job is to distract you. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare said it, and he belonged to a certain class. He said that all the world's a stage and we are but the players. And, of course, he was telling the truth. Uh, mainstream has always been for control purposes, a control factor. And it's never changed because mind control works that way. Societal control works by creating cultures, reinforcing the culture. Even when you're changing it, um, the public never suspect it's even happening. So they give you all this drama. And, and of course, when they're making big changes to their own system, mind you, the big boys give you lots of fear, lots of terror to worry about coming plagues, uh, coming global warming, um, um, wars abroad, everything that can be done by science today, they can actually do. But they're terrifying the life out of the public. And and that keeps them on edge. We, we sort of neurotically drift through from one phase to the next. Um, it's a standard technique. So this upcoming song, pretty well, sums it up, and that was done many years ago. It's good news week. Someone's dropped a bomb somewhere, contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky. It's good news week. Someone's found a way to give the rotting dead a will to live, go on and never die. Have you heard the news? What did it say? Who's won that race? What's the weather like today? It's good news week. Families shake the need for coal by stimulating birth control. We're wanting less to ease. It's good news week. Doctors finding many ways of wrapping brains in metal trays to keep us from the heat. Don't look to the future. The future is here. 
by some of the lines from another song, an old song. And, and that is so true. The changes from a previous generation into the next are all around us. Uh, the massive construction for highways, for NAFTA, they didn't just start recently. They've been going on for years and, and makeshift uh, projects right down through and past Mexico, in fact. Uh, all they have to do now is join them up, and that's what we're seeing transpire. We always start, or it's not us actually who start the movements to to try and stop it, um, because you can't stop something that was planned before you were born, uh, bureaucratically um, engineered and everything else, and all the plans laid out. Uh, you can't just stop it once the horse is bolted, it's out of the stable. Uh, that's the problem always with these things. We're the last to actually know what's going on. And yet, for those who've been seeking the truth, and there's a big difference uh, from seeking the truth and wanting to be right. Uh, those who've been seeking the truth have done their own research. They're, they've found the statements by players in the past discussing these events. Uh, the things that are coming upon us now, the global government, so is an old idea, very old. Uh, there's no difference between a fascist or a communist global government. It's one and the same thing. Um, the fascist system was just a form of socialism, a socialistic control of society by an elite. And communism is exactly the same. Uh, a planned society is really a better way to, to describe it. A planned society where, where just enough people will exist to, to basically feed the economy, to, to keep it going. Uh, under the economic rules today, uh, the reason for the economy, although it's always been the same, they've changed the, the lie. The lie used to be that the economy was there to serve the public, uh, just as the government was supposed to be there to serve the public. It never ever was true. Um, and now they're admitting in courses in university, it's the other way around. The public are here to serve the economy. And they don't want inefficiency. They want a, an organized system, an organized planet, where only enough will live to service uh, the economy itself, to keep it going, to keep uh, a small elite in power, uh, surrounded by technocrats, uh, which basically will be technicians and scientists and so on. So you have a dominant minority um, serving a, a dominant elite uh, and, and a few workers beneath them in this long-range plan. This is what's called progress. We really have no say in the matter because there's no complaints department for any office. For any office. We were not included in the big meetings back in the, the, the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s when they discussed global governments, when they discussed with the Royal Institute of International Affairs the, a European Union under a European Parliament and a Pacific Rim Parliament and uh, an American Parliament. We were not allowed in, you see. The public were distracted with other events in those t days. They were doing the hula hoop and um, the twist and, and all this kind of stuff and watching drama on television. 
that's what their heads were, were occupied with. And of course, the almighty sports. We, we truly are managed scientifically. Religion has always been a big part in this. And in the book, uh, Towards a New Civilization, Gorbachev himself talked about the creation of a new religion, which would be essential for part of the plan as they go through this. And it's a religion which we t tend to call the New Age today. Um, and it's, um, it's infiltrated all standard religions and, and into the Christian churches as well. And it began years ago, uh, the first step was positive thinking. Just think positive and you'll get what you want. Uh, now they call it motivational courses for business and etc. But it's, it's mixed into all the New Age philosophy. It doesn't matter which particular New Age philosophy it seems to be because they're all one. They're all paid and sponsored from the top, the, the same octopus's head. And they'll tell you to don't dwell on the negative. Don't dwell on the negative because because everything's an illusion anyway. And it doesn't do any good to dwell upon the negative. So when anyone in company tries to speak up and say, hey, the king has no clothes, we're heading towards hell, they'll turn away en masse because they've been trained to look, look at the positive side of things and, and not to listen to negative, to their own detriment, of course, because there's never been a better way to get people to shut their brains down and and have no defense mechanisms whatsoever. Uh, they've done a fantastic job on the public. Nothing is real. And interestingly enough, all the New Agers have gone through their programs and paid to go through them. And um, a program, of course, is, is like a theater program that tells you what's coming up step by step. Education is similar to it. Education can be positive or negative depending on the purpose and depending on, on uh, the outcome. Indoctrination uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It means to teach a doctrine. See, th these are the definitions of words. And it, it's the purpose and the outcome which can make it good or bad depending on, on its purpose. But um, you, you'll find that people go through different courses to to buy their belief systems, uh, and it generally caters to the ego. It also gives you, um, for those who've fallen away from the religion they were brought up in, which has been cast aside, it's, 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 it's defunct, it's redundant, it doesn't work anymore for them in this particular step or age. They still walk into the with the same paradigm into the next religion looking for familiar type answers which are very similar to the one that they just left. Uh, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a purpose for life. They're looking for the rules and the regulations that must go with an order because they're terrified of, of a life without uh, order. And the one that will, be, will come out of which was Christianity primarily it's full of rules and regulations and dogma, and we think that's natural, but only because we've been brought up in it. 
it's actually for social control all those rules and regulations were given in the first place. So as I say, um, these spontaneously uh, appearing organizations which taught meditation um, and techniques of unreality and how to get into unreality um, by denying the presence of even the people around you as being real and having to chant mantras about that um, also taught the same people that nothing was real, nothing really mattered and don't look at the negative things they want to hear something positive all the time and there's nothing new in this because this old song will tell you to accentuate the positive feeling, line it to negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between, you got to spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum, have faith. Or pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. To illustrate his last remark, Jonah in the whale, Noah in the ark. What did they do just when everything looked so dark? Man, they said we better accentuate the positive, elim. Find it negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. No, do not mess with Mr. In-Between. Do you hear me? This is not to say, however, that personal experience is irrelevant. In fact, it's the opposite. Personal experience, as opposed to group experience, perhaps is the ultimate, because it's all you really have to go by. And it doesn't have to fit into the realm or the understanding of anyone else. Um, it's interesting that the Catholic Church, for instance, uh, for all of its dogma, uh, gave up many, many, many truths for individual life. One of them was to do with even a ghost. Uh, they didn't attempt to explain a ghost, except, and they didn't call it demonic necessarily. Uh, they would say that it was the recipient that it was sent to, and only the recipient would understand the purpose. It was up to the recipient of the encounter. It wasn't just a happenstance thing. So, that the paranormal certainly was never ruled out. The problem with the Catholic Church is it used the paranormal, at least the fear of things, primarily through imagination and repetition, uh, to control people, as all religions do, including what is the New Age movement. The New Age movement was set up by those at the very, very top of the pyramid of Freemasonry, and their magazine was called The New Age. And they talked about bringing in a new earth religion, which would encompass all the old religions, the ones that had worked under times of totalitarianism in, 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 in centuries gone by, um, in millennia gone by even. 
because that which fascinated humankind thousands of years ago still fascinates them today. And because they understand and they have the sciences and the histories of the studying of the human populations for thousands of years in archives, that the, the hive of the ark, you might say, as opposed to what they give you, which is a public library, um, they understand that those, those which things which fascinate you can always fascinate you. And teenagers especially are fascinated by that which they sense, mainly, is beyond them, is, is near them, is beyond them, is around them. And it's no coincidence that poltergeist activity, for instance, happens primarily with children who are just nearing or going through puberty and then tends to just die off, fade away. Much speculation has gone on to the cause of this. Is it, is it something to do with the parts of the brain, the silent area, the large part of the brain, which uh, supposedly they tell us they cannot find the purpose? That's why it's called the silent area. Um, but something is triggered during that period. And it doesn't matter how many scientists tell you that's impossible, that kind of thing can't really exist. And sure enough, for everyone that, that, that's true, there's probably a, a few hundred of, of um, frauds out there. Um, it doesn't make it any less true to the individual who experiences it. I personally would um, love to believe everything is scientific, and you must accept that things can be done scientifically in this day and age. And so that cannot be discounted. But, but your personal experience of life must also be um, accepted for people need meaning. People are always saying that they want truth, but they don't really want truth. They want something which is familiar. They want a guarantee that if they come at the next step to waking up, um, they'll be guaranteed to be able to handle it. And that isn't the case. Not everyone can truly wake up. Many people can wake up to the first step, which is simply understanding um, what's happening in the world around them and to them and where it's going. And they can follow the speeches given by various people done through the last hundred years or so, and it all begins to make sense to them. But that's only one level of, of this whole process. There are other levels much deeper which go beyond the media, the news, the meetings, and the statements that have been made. Because there is a real occult side to this, a real hidden side. And that's what occult means. A hidden side and a hidden religion, which um, is the only way they've been able to keep a hold of their goals and guide it down through many, many, many centuries from ancient times. The saying in Freemasonry, which is to perfect that which was left imperfect, is not a new saying. It was said thousands of years ago. And what they mean by that is to perfect, number one, mankind, primarily. Remake man in a better image, not a, a haphazard, hurried one. Uh, scientifically, purpose made, you might say. A designer man for a design function. And everything else in nature would be redesigned 
and perfected because nature uh, on the one hand is a big obstacle to the elite um, what is true that nature cannot be your friend either it can and can't it depends on the time of year and the seasons and where you happen to be and the circumstances you're in at the time let's be honest about this when we're, we're sitting in a cozy warm house uh, it's very easy to, to fall into the traps of the propaganda that's put out uh, constantly on all media to do with we've got to love nature we've got to you know, respect and love it and take care of it it sounds all wonderful and natural etc but from the earliest of days we've had to fight nature as well when you are cold and you're hungry and it's snowing or it's pouring rain and, and, and there's, there's trees falling down with lightning around you no nature also has a mind of its own and you are irrelevant in nature's scheme of things when it comes down to it uh, just as irrelevant as a deer being brought down by a wolf uh, because we're human doesn't make any difference to nature so nature has been um, studied tremendously and through the secrets of nature the sciences that's what they mean by the secrets of nature they decided a long time ago to first understand it and then change it and like everything else in this particular religion that runs everything they will, they will control it they want to control nature everything that's happening today in every sphere is about planned control the control freaks are here indeed and they have no tolerance for differing points of view on anything which is given out as being politically correct at the time and in fact uh, they would try and squash a square peg into a round hole uh, rather than, than just admit they're wrong that won't happen, we saw that in the Soviet Union when they, they found people who just didn't fit into the Soviet system whose thoughts were not molded uh, along the Soviet agenda who didn't parrot the proper phrases automatically and, and, and force themselves to believe it and, and those people were punished severely because ideology is a tremendous, tremendous enemy of humankind. Ideology is a terrifying thing in all ages. Ideology is the destroyer. In this world, you must have differences. I've met people who have I think are friendly arguments with and then when you want to say well we'll leave it at that we can agree to differ and go home thinking no more about it only to find out they can't they can't stop their job to them is to make you agree with them and I have met people in my life down through my life like that and, and that means potentially they're a control freak so the ones at the top have the same traits of many of, of, many of those at the bottom. It, it's a human trait of many people. Not all, but many people. You have to accept the, the differences in society to have peace. It must be that way. Otherwise, it's uniform. There is no uh, free thought. 
there's no free opinion on anything. There isn't even a free discussion on anything because people <laughs> will simply gang up on you and kill you for being different. And this is a sad statement on society. You know, religion is full of very, very true allegories. That's why we're given them. And the bringer of bad news, for instance, is often killed by the mob who demanded to hear it in the first place. And that's partly true of what's happening to me at the moment as well. I don't teach people who aren't certain, or at least I'm not certain, or who want to be woken up. What they really want is a truth they've already decided upon. In other words, what they want to tell you, what they already believe. That isn't seeking truth whatsoever. And if you, if you veer off from where they want you to go, in other words, you're not giving them the answers they want to hear, they will turn on you. And that's why traditionally, done through all religions, all the bringers of truth, or messiahs, or whoever, call them what you want, uh, the, the mob that followed them at one point are the same mob that jeer them when they're dying. And those people are called the profane, those in the darkness. Why are they in the darkness? Because they want to be there. They would only move from the darkness to somewhere else if they had a guarantee that it would already fit their existing paradigm, their idea of what it should be like. So when people ask me, how do I wake up, how do I go further, I don't give them a, sta a pat answer, a, a one-size-fits-all answer. You have to first be sure the person is serious. You have to get inside their, their headspace to find out where they are at in their headspace. How much do they truly understand? What are they capable of understanding? What are they, are they willing to give up in order to understand? And most truly are not willing to give up many, many of their, their pet beliefs. So, you're back to square one, they're not looking for truth at all. They're looking for a guarantee, they're looking for someone to say, they're there, don't worry, it's going to be alright for you. Others think they can buy truth, and so they go into organizations where the program, and I use the word program because they're, they're given the program, this is what you're going to be taught, this, this stage, that stage, and so on and so on, and they pay to be programmed. And I say program is, an, is a neutral term, it depends on the intent and the end product of it, just like education, it can be either one too. People pay to be programmed, and really what I've done is pick the religion they'd already believed in. It's the one they already had decided upon. So they go religion shopping. And the New Age movement has more books put out in the last 30 years than maybe all the books on Christianity, and that takes some beating. And every week there's a new fad a new super talker who says super things, which is all the rehash of the old stuff, really. And they'll pull in either the, you know, the usual stuff, it's either astronomy, astrology, 
tarot cards, um, teacup reading. That's that's not really trendy today because it's just it's too pat, too too vague for people. Uh, and right down to even using pendulums. There are people who went through the pendulum period of the New Age who cannot make a decision without swinging a pendulum to find out if it's the way they're supposed to go. This is madness. It's madness. The people today are so terrified of everything. They want something else to reassure them that it's going to be alright without being willing to work on themselves. The New Age movement doesn't encourage you to truly look at yourself on a daily basis. What it does is train you to ignore all those around you because you and yourself are usually a good person. In fact, you're all that matters. For any truth, any high truth that's ever come to people has come on self-reflection. Because you can't change those around you by making it so. You can, but you can sure work on yourself. You are the material. And you can work on yourself. And that is a place a lot of people do not want to go. Self-reflection is what brings you to, to different levels of understanding. Those who can't understand the teaching or take it or, or are willing to follow through in it will turn against the teacher. That's standard. That is standard all down through time. In the movie The Matrix, Morpheus only promised Nero or Neo the truth. That's all. Didn't offer him a, a comfortable answer, a comfortable explanation, a comfortable ending to anything. But domesticated people in this, what is called, civilization, who have been trained from birth to be managed and to accept we're being managed. And that's a more recent phenomena, really, at least more openly uh, in, its, in its manifestation. We're taught that we're being well-managed, but people want guarantees to be well-managed no matter what headspace they get into, what, what understandings they get into. They want to be reassured that um, there's no suffering involved, no pain. People are egocentric. They want to avoid pain and seek pleasure. That was, that's been taught steadily since the 1950s onwards. This is a great way to control people. Because only through uh, waking up and looking around and, and taking the pain are you able to perceive what's going on. Culture creation is so well understood and always has been where any reality can be given to the public. The hard part is 
starting it off really from scratch, that is. Once it's on the go, you simply change it as you go along. And as Plato said, the generation that experiences the changes where opposite values are given, they're the last ones to notice. It's empirical proofs, you see. These have been tested over and over again. Right can become wrong, wrong can become right. And the public, or who are what hypnotically done through their lives, never notice or ask the questions as to the whys. It just doesn't happen. People know what they want because they know what other people want. That is the mind of the mass. They don't want to be different. And if there's a new fad tomorrow and all the, the in people, the in crowd rushed off to it, everyone else would follow suit because they don't want to be different. They want to be the same. It's a sad statement to make, but it's a true statement, you see. Culture is full of fetishes. They're given to the people, and they, they fetish over them, you might say. All of this has been done over and over and over again. Tried and tested like a laboratory, like a clinical labor laboratory where everything is observed and repeated over and over again. Culture is the easiest thing to create, and the public are downloaded and accepted so readily. Most of the reality we live in, in the true sense of the word, an illusion, as opposed to the new age meaning of illusion, most of the culture is an illusion. Most of what's happening is illusion. An illusion is, is a distortion of something which is real, like a reflection of a, of a mirror uh, with, with sunlight striking it. It can create a, an illusion in a room. It's real, but it's not the, the primary cause. As opposed to an hallucination, where nothing is there, and you're, you actually see something. That's the difference. In the New Age movement, an illusion really is more akin to the term hallucination. They try to tell the people that nothing is real at all. And they train them to believe this. And they pay. They pay money to be taught this.
must be high or low. That is, you can't, you know, tune in, but it's all right. That is, I think it's not too bad. Let me take you down, cause I'm going to Strawberry Fields. Nothing is real, and nothing to get hung about. Strawberry Fields forever. And it works well for the ultra-terrified, because they can't handle reality anyway. They'd prefer if someone tells them, they're there, don't worry, nothing's real anyway. It's very soothing if you want to live in a, a, an oblivious psychosis. And life has become terrifying for many people. Again, that's part of the system. Aldo Huxley, in his speech at Berkeley, which you can see on this website and listen to, uh, describes that process. He said most people are not happy anyway. Well, he should know because he was part of a ruling elite at his time, day and age and he was descended from families who specialized in creating the kind of societies we they lived in. They created the fear, the terror, terror, the poverty, the worry, the unnaturalness of it all. So it's sure, you could say quite confidently, most people were unhappy because they were living in a unnatural lifestyle. They, they actually lived in a fixed type of economy in Britain and in other parts of Europe, where it was so well perfected with, with the money system and the governing system that, and through census taking, they knew what everybody earned pretty well on average. They knew how much you needed to live and pay rent, and most people paid rent in those days, like in the 60s and 70s in Britain, and in most parts of Europe. They knew how much it, it, it would cost to, to feed and keep a family of perhaps two at the most. And, uh, and the people just couldn't get ahead at all, and, and credit was not thrown at them, like the credit cards are thrown at people today. So people scurried and worried about basic things, for the necessities of life. Not so long ago, that was their main worry, the necessities. Now they, they, they fret over things they want but don't really need, because they've been taught to reward themselves at the end of every, every month. That's your reward for going through your boring life. Train like animals, you see. So getting back to the question of what is reality, uh, what should reality be, what defines a reality, and before you can even start that journey, you truly have to reflect upon all of those things that's happened in your own life, your own experiences. And I mean critically. You can't uh, whitewash events in your own life um, where you haven't been too proud of what you've done, said, whatever. Because we affect everyone around us as we go through life. Everyone does. 
uh, the odd little statement just at stopping at a store in a hurry and not saying hello one particular day to someone um, can have consequences upon them because maybe they needed that little hello that particular day and yet we can't go neurotically through life worrying about it all the time but it's amazing how many people would do affect on a daily basis this doesn't mean we have to go through life and pamper people as well to keep the peace the truth must always be said otherwise someone is controlling someone else and people shouldn't be offended with differences of opinion and people should neither be dogmatic about it either because that's down to a battle of wills then of ego and people who have to be right rather than seek truth are not after truth at all obviously the journey for personal meaning can be a long one and it's ongoing and every time you you come to one understanding you, you, you realize that there's more to go it's like getting to the top of a mountain only to see a higher one beyond it and sometimes you go into those valleys and you see my god you know nothing's happening I'm static uh, my mind isn't working properly nothing's coming to me but in reality you're you're you're, you're dissecting all the, the knowledge you've acquired up until that point and you have to truly savor it minutely and when that's done suddenly you're up going up the tracks to the next mountain that's how it happens and it does not mean that every experience that you have is going to be the same for everyone else and neither could you ever promise that to them because many people cannot go where you have gone Andrew Lloyd Webber perhaps unknowingly wrote a song for Evita the musical and in the song he's really describing where people are the people that you think are confident around you who seem to, to have it all um, because people pretend in life they don't want to admit they're hurting at all we put on a facade to people and because we can't be real to people then we don't get anywhere in, in the changes that must be made we allow uh, those who seem confident to rule over those who, who are not quite sure and then you end up always in tyranny because psychopaths take over so I leave you tonight with this ad-lib talk as always there's nothing prepared uh, with the song written by Andrew Lloyd Webber
never fool myself that my dreams will come true. Being used to travel, I anticipated, but all the same, I hate it. Wouldn't you? So what happens now? So what happens now? Where am I going to? Where am I going to?